Live, live, live. Live, 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 live. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Novak. And we're just waiting for our favourite one of... Hey, Novak. Um, <laughs> welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Burjo, with Mark Novak and Lanford Demand. Are you entitled for the building grant? Who does it affect? Who does it help? We've, ha we've, we've done a lot of deals in particular in Warrywood where there is land for sale, which is very rare. Sydney, in yep. particular, Northern Beaches, is one of the most scarce areas for land purchases. And um, a lot of people are asking, can I get the grant? What is the grant? Morning, Mr. Novak. Take us Hi, a legend. Good, good. So what's this grant everyone's talking well, about? Well, it's, it's nice that we're nice and qualified for this because um, we've done a hell of a lot of business trades uh, in a, our suburb nearing... Um, nearing us in in yep. Warrywood. um we did um probably i think it's close to what 80 million of um of transactions within that that little oh, no, strip it's, there so it's over 100 just on Warrywood road um, yeah <laughs> so, so we've had a lot of exposure to buyers that are um that are looking at you know, we want a single level home, we want a two story home, we want a block of land, we want a finished product, we want a townhouse. There was townhouses in that mix, there was apartments in that mix, there was houses in that mix, there was land in that mix. But we thought this morning talking about land, I think sometimes it's a bit of it's quite it's a bit of a dream for people, isn't it? You know, like they you just you 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 just want to build your dream and, and you don't want to buy someone else's dream and land. We're going to teach you this morning um, about what to do, what not to do, who's made money, who hasn't made money with land transactions or with buying the finished product on there, financing it, all that sort of stuff. I definitely feel the concept of buying a block of land and building your dream home really set, sits hot. Like, it just feels Australian. I think it's a lot of people's dream. It just makes them warm and fuzzy. Like, yes. I think it's hard to describe that, but a lot of people have you could say that itch and they want to scratch that by doing it um and yeah, definitely yeah it's hard to describe but i just yeah but there's a lot of things people need to take into consideration and it's not what people do every day so there's a lot of sort of hurdles that people can come up against and it can eventually cost them money mistakes and um, i think a big thing today let's talk about uh, what we see clients do really well who are experienced and what are some of the great questions you can ask if you're not experienced and you really want to do this. Because the idea, like, like think about it, people go see 5, 10, 15, 20 homes and there's always something they love and, and do not love about a home. So the idea of just building what you love sounds great. <laughs> it's a beautiful concept. It's a beautiful concept. There, there are things that people got to consider, like financing as well, yes. um, be, because we uh, what we found with a lot of these land sales, banks want banks are actually lending on an asset that doesn't isn't bringing in an income, uh, and we'll, when they when they draw down the loan, the client won't have an income for possibly six, twelve, or eighteen months. So sometimes people are forced to choose a uh, land and, and house package because when it settles when it's ready when the when the uh, when you have to pay for it if something goes wrong the bank can always sell it straight away or yes. the bank can always uh, rent it straight away or you can rent it straight away to help you keep the asset so um, it seems to be lands popular 
you got to be, but you may have to be a little bit cashed, a bit harder in these times. Whereas land and house package goes off. Yeah, so that's there's probably three ways to do it. You either buy an old home, knock down, rebuild. That's one form of building your dream home. There is a house and land package, and then there's just a land transaction. And each of the, I think they're all, they all have their own positives and negatives. And I think maybe we just run through that for our viewers today. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Michelle, Rita, Craig. Lots of people on for a beautiful Saturday. Um, So the most common one people would be, it come across a bit more often would be a typical knockdown rebuild. One family's owned it for 50 years and now they're selling it. Um, so where would you think the positives there, Mark, with the negatives? I'm just sort of thinking here, positives would be, they're generally a larger size block. Like a lot of that you, you're a bigger block. Yeah, your block's normally block size minimum 600 for those sort of sites. You're in an established street, which is a bit of a yeah. bonus. So you, you're not, uh, your expectations on the street are met. So you, you know that you're getting, you know, a really good street, um, you know, what sort of people, neighbours, uh, schools and all, all that infrastructure is already in there and around you. It's yeah. very predictable. Nice. Yeah. And you won't be living next to like four other homes being built. So I, I think that's Unip- a big positive. A, a unit block, you know, like some, I know in some suburbs we've had, um, we've sold land and they've proposed to put unit blocks um, around it. So you, you, you know what you're getting, I reckon, with, with established blocks of land. Knockdowns, yep. um, and sometimes it's not necessarily knockdown. The bones are really good, so sometimes it yeah. can just be really adding a second level and redoing the full insides. So I think there's some good positives with this way, and there's generally a lot more. You know to your prices. From. Yeah. When, yes. when you build, when you build a big house, there's often big houses that are sold around it, so you're comfortable with your resale, and you're not you're not spending too much. Yep. So that fear of over overcapitalizing can really you can you can answer that. So that's yep. big. I think a couple of negatives or things to watch out for would be your land and civil costs can sometimes blow out because what we've said um, on the show many times is just because there's a home on it now doesn't mean you can simply go in and build a new home. Sometimes uh, legislation, not land environment. Uh, controls have changed you may need to put more better infrastructure for gas water connections or retention yeah that's scary so yeah sometimes and also a big one mark is sometimes you may they may let's for example it's an older home and when it was built you only needed a four meter setback from the curb but now controls have changed you need six so you may go into going oh look at this home's rare I can build four meters, everyone else is building six. But then sometimes when you knock it down, you then have to comply with the new controls, which is six meters. So yeah. I think that's a big one to do a little bit of the research, making sure what's there you can build um, and what's not there you can build on top of it. Because a lot of the project homes, they're sort of, it's really consistent pricing from the slab up. But the costs and the delays can be from the slab down with the civil works. Um, yeah. What about house and landmark compared to buying land in, let's say, a new estate? Warrywood, there's been a lot, um, and we go through it, but what, what, what do you like about house and land? 
Um, I think House of Land is nice. If you've got a little bit of control, it's nice because you can sort of nominate um, what you'd like to see there rather than this is what you're getting. Um, yep. So I think as, as a, I think um, it's a bit like the Build-A-Bear, like, you know, for kids, like I, I think for adults, they if they can build that house and say to the developer, that's what we want with within a couple of reasons, you know, like, okay, do you want one or two story? Um, okay, these are your three facades, which one do you want? Uh, and okay, these are your configurations internally. Which one do you want? Um, and, you, and some, and maybe maybe some some different some color schemes you can choose. I think that's really clever to do because people are building their dream. It's going to be much easier now. Financing these these days, guys, is so so hard. Um, we're going to talk about grants in a sec, um, but financing is just so so hard for people. So on a combined income, especially if you've had, if they have one or two kids, it, you know, and that's why they're buying the family, they're down to one income sometimes. Yeah. So but the um, house that, land has out of the three, it's the best to do it. Cause lots of times it's, it's turnkey. Finance. Yeah. yeah. Cause if you run um, through that, if you look at a knockdown, you're going to buy the land, settle and then engage a builder and do all that. Where a house yeah. and land, Let's say it's one point five. You put down ten percent deposit, one hundred and fifty grand, and you yeah. don't do anything else for a year. So that's all. That's a big difference as well, Mark. You don't settle for a year, like until it's finished and it's moved in. So well, that's pretty cool because you got time yeah. to sell your place, yeah. um, which is great. You know, um, very very important. Some people have wanted just to capitalize on on the market now not knowing what's around the corner so they'll mm. sell now rather than 12 months they'll go and rent um but also there's the first home buyer grants that are um that are out there in, in new south wales that are available so is there an advantage by land only or house and land package on that michael yeah, so the cap is 750000 So there definitely is potentially the advantage for um, doing land v house and land if it keeps you under that threshold of 750000 So particularly where we live, uh, Northern Beaches, and where we're very active, it, it really wouldn't apply to anyone. But for we get a lot of viewers yeah, out of Northern it? Beaches. But you know what would apply, Mark, and this will apply, is the renovation grant, which is in this building grant, which is if your property by memory is valued under 1.5, you can you still get if you do a hundred fifty thousand dollar renovation, you still get the twenty five thousand dollar grant. So that's going to be the big one. That's really going to help people who are buying your knockdown um, or rebuild because you may just do a renovation instead. Because one hundred fifty grand, that's big. That's like a second level. That's a decent sized renovation. So that one will affect a lot of people on the Northern beaches because you can pick up a, a, a knockdown renovation or a knockdown rebuild or a renovation for under one five quite comfortably so on the Northern we, beaches. Can we, throw in that, can we throw in that link um, yeah, and, and the first now. time buyer link as well? Now, people also, guys, you, building people grant, are the, first time building grant. What was that? It's the building grant. You don't have to be a first home buyer. It's just a building grant. Okay. Sorry, I said, yep, yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, now, another one as well that we, we wanted to chat about was um, in Sydney, and where is that, is, is housing supply um, yes. and land and land supply in Sydney. It was really interesting. We're going to put this graph up in a sec live. Um, 
But it's really interesting when you're looking at all of Sydney, and I'm just looking at it now. Um, it's funny that the northern Do you want beaches. To send it to me. Do you want me to open it? Yep, it's in Telegram. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when when you're looking at Sydney, uh, you got Lane Cove, Willoughby, Hunters Hill, North Sydney, Mossman, Canada Bay, Wallara. These are all the precincts. Sydney City, Waverley, uh, Burwood. Inner West, Randwick, and Strathfield. The new housing supply um, of what people are projecting because now, now the new housing supplies, you can project new housing supplies because you know two or three years ahead. Yeah. So they were looking at in this particular graph. They have looked at what was being supplied in 2019 and 2020 over to 2023, 2024. This is really good news for people that are going to be buying house and land or land and building because there is a severe lack in the purple graph there. There is a severe... Yep, yep, I can see it. Great. Um, If we just go down to the purple... Yeah, zoom in, go down to the purple purple graph. Let's zoom right up on that, Michael, to show the audience. The graph, you mean the map? spot on yeah yep, just yep, zoom straight, straight up on that uh now particularly what i want to illustrate to guys is you can see areas like blacktown um are taking a lot of there's 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 more amount of stock there i think it's more than fifteen thousand homes hitting the precinct of blacktown but then as okay. the lighter as Here the lighter the purple goes then you start looking at areas that are really slim pickings for, for, for uh, new housing. Now, how is that good for a buyer? It's like this. No stock, price goes up. Too much stock, price may go down. So Northern Beaches, uh, Waverley, um, Randwick, all of those are the lightest of the shade purple. They are the most sought after because there is a lack of lack of new housing in that area, they're the most sought after place to to get a house, house and land, land. Yep. Wow, look at that, up, up to fifteen, which just shows. So, okay, we've touched. What's your take uh, on it? It just it just shows where how property is such a great investment long term because what really affects it as much as sometimes we can really think to ourselves like council you're so difficult why do you make it hard for developers um with approving new developments like let let build 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 but you've got to appreciate it because it really keeps the value of people's home because you're not getting big oversupply in areas so it just really protects it which you got to appreciate within reason and you can see blacktown Parramatta have been nailed um you know what yeah. they're probably going to they're going to they're probably going to take that nailing good and become better for it um but yeah. i certainly know that the lighter of the shades are the other places where i'd be going in sydney to invest yeah. my money because I, I like lack of stock yeah. um now can you tell me michael just some learnings of of um we've had a lot of exposure to this land sales and house sales that we can share with buyers that are watching at the moment. What are the learnings? So with in particular, we did a lot of trades, but with the house, with the land, what type of people were you talking to that were buying land that bought the land? Were they from the area? 
how much were they spending? What were they building? Yeah, great question. So I reckon 80% of inquiries were Northern Beaches locals. And oh, really? That, yeah, 80%. Like on, on the Warriorwood run, Mark, we had probably 1,500 inquiries, which was huge. Like on a normal development, you mainly get two or three. Like it that's was a, bananas. Yeah, that's a lot because people like the dream. Yeah, they love that dream of buying and building your own property. Now, right. there were there were really two distinct markets, maybe three. I may think of an extra one as I go through. Now, for the um, the land and the house and land, because we we got a, tr- a lot of inquiries from a downsizer. Now, the beautiful, unlike the young families, they were very open of where to live. So. I found a young family were pretty adamant. Um, I want to be in Warriorwood. I won't look at Manly Vale. The downsizer wasn't as um, wasn't as strong as the location. Now I feel that was based on there's nothing out there for them. So they're almost like I'll take what I can get. A downsizer can go to a retirement village, but a retirement village they're leaving a lot of money on the table. Like. When they when they leave this world, they could leave 30, 40, 50 percent of that capital to the retirement village, not to their kids. Oh, basically, my view on what I've seen retirement village structures: if you've got kids and you don't want to give them inheritance, that's what it is. <laughs> like you just you just stay away from that. I feel like that's that's a big no-no, and that's what a lot of the feedback was from these guys because. I would ask them, like, because we had access to sell some stock. So I'd ask, and they just, everyone was adamant, no. But the thing about the downsized market, they're like cash. They're cash. They, the purpose of the, the sell is basically the maintenance, the maintenance they want to bring down. And all, so, because they're selling their property for 1.8 to 2.5, that's generally yeah. the range. Um, but what do you buy? Do you like, because, they were the market. And you don't, you don't want to, you don't want some living upstairs of you. You lived in your own home, five bedroom home on six hundred square meter block for fifty years, and let's face, look, retirement village, and most of them would know an apartment, but they want new, they want classy, they want sexy, they want new, and all the yep. new apartments being built are minimum size, like. Some of these people, some of their homes was their living room was the size of the apartment they're going down to, and they're just like, no, yeah, no. I hear like, that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just no. And then they go, well, okay, if I, if I can't buy an apartment, no retirement village, no apartment, what's next? A townhome? Yeah. And they're like, can't do stairs. stairs. Can't do stairs. Like, where's yeah. the single level? To, like, can't do stairs. And then the other option are, what about if we just buy um. We go from our big five, six bedroom home to a single level home. Yeah. But a lot of the time, it, they were just like, they've got the backyard, the maintenance. Like, they just had nothing that would appeal to them. But nothing with out Warrior, there for the downsizers, yeah. But the biggest thing I had with the land we did at the Ivy, um, the W41 Morrowood Road, was a single level home, two or four bedrooms. And they would like the simple figures back when we were selling them, Mark. Like you could have picked up a block for, say, because a lot of people when you see eight two hundred fifty square meters, they just stick up their nose. Like, I'm not even looking at that. But yeah. when you look at a two hundred fifty square meter block, you can get a really nice three bedroom single level home there with yeah. 130, 140 internal. Now you could either, and this is where I, you can buy the land for eight fifty. 
and you could build that for 250. You're in it for a million bucks. Okay, but, so that that was a question that I just had in my mind. Yeah, keep, sorry, keep going. But so the I would say the down the downsides are buy the land for 850 build, you're in it for a million, and that's worth one four. But no, I don't want to go through the hassle of building. So that's where the penny drop will be going. If someone delivered that product, yeah. that is huge demand. I think no one's no one has really appealed to that downsizer and spent and Mark, when you, which is crazy, but it's even more, um, we need it more now because when finance is tough, a lot of deals are falling over. So would you rather uh, build a product that is more for a young family that is generally more leveraged compared to the downsizer who is paying all cash because they're selling their home for two, two and a half, they just want to put in this. So I think I had a, I had a biggest... developer doing some stock call and they called it a Torrens title apartment. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. You know, that's what they want. They don't want strata levies. Yeah. They don't want neighbors, uh, but they want an apartment with no, no strata levies and no neighbors. Well, that's a house. And but no, we want the low maintenance. It's it's a Torrens title apartment, which is interesting. Yeah. Hey, Michael, another question for you. Um, the people that have bought land, um, yes, and you've talked about the money that they've made, um, and the money that they're making. There is money in buying land and building. Still, huge. It's not. Huge. It's not exhausted. Okay. How does how yep. does that work? So let's go, just, why I, would someone be, buy... Just before yeah, we, we got to wrap up a little bit as well. I'll do it quickly because yeah. we missed this. Like, why would someone buy land rather than houses and land? Okay. Yeah. Two, two, a couple of reasons. You only pay stamp duty on the land price. So you yeah. buy for a million dollars land and build for 500. You're in it for 1.5, but you only pay stamp duty on a million rather than house and land for 1.5. Instant savings. Yeah. Yeah. Two you can choose any building you like you, and a lot of people may want to build it themselves. So you, even though most home builders give you great flexibility on changing things, but, some, but sometimes you don't want to be committed to that one builder. So that's a big thing as well. Um, and you've also got, there's, I, what I'm seeing is there's generally a couple hundred grand, like for the house, as we went through that single level home mark, there was 400 grand difference. Now to yep. build a five bedroom home is 350. So 850 plus 350 was that one, one, one. They're selling for 1.5, 1.7. So there is big upshot there. And you can do your own timeline. But uh, I'm going to read it. But the hardest thing is, Mark, the finance, because you've got to fund that million dollar purchase for land with no. Yeah, income. right. It's interesting. Um, well, thank, thank you. For, I hope we covered and answered some, some questions for people. G'day to Bill. Thank you for your support. Uh, yeah, thank you, Michelle. How are you? Morning. Good morning. Action Pack Saturday. And it is a Saturday. And um, what's, what's going to happen out there today? Pump it, pump it, pump it. Yeah, lots of opens, lots of buyers out there. The residential market is pumping, and I think we're back to what it was before COVID. With the with the offers Big we're goal. getting out there, the 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 sentiment. Okay, maybe the sent, maybe not prices yet, but the sentiment is back. Yep. it is huge. Yep. I touched on it with that knockdown we got in Arthur Street. Buyers walked in and go, so much for a crap market. Thirty people at the open home. Forget what you're seeing in the media. Buy property. 
it's a long game and don't be afraid to reach out and ask people like myself and Mark for our for our advice so you can we can put you down the right path. Hopefully. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Thank you, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks, Michael. Monday. See you. Love you. See you, guys. Cheers. Have a great bye. weekend. See you. Bye-bye.